Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kim Parr. I'm in Napa, California at the NFA fall meeting, and I'm with Jason McSwain, the president-elect of the NFA and also the president of McSwain's Carpet and Flooring based in Cincinnati. Jason, how you doing? Doing well, thanks. Congratulations on being elected president of this organization. I believe it's a two-year term to start out with, right? That's correct. Let's start out with your base business, the hat you wear most of the time. McSwain's Carpet and Flooring, obviously one of the floor focus retail top 100, very successful retailer in Cincinnati area. Tell us a little bit about your retail business. We've got a good group of people. We just celebrated our 50th year in business. We started as a builder business, so really have a lean approach to operations, but over time added retail locations and acquired uh, my uncle's hardwood business. So we have a a hardwood niche that's been 15 years now in in the making with sand and finish. And those are the exciting areas of retail where you can take kind of an art form to a floor and really do some exciting pieces for someone in their home that's unique. Mm -hmm. So how many locations do you have and what percentage of your business is retail replacement? Uh, We have uh, 11 locations and about half our business is retail. Uh, The other half would be business to business. We put in four different divisions. One's new construction, the other would be multifamily, the apartment business, and then the commercial, and the fourth would be wholesale. So each of those have a different customer need. So we have a, a separate approach to the selling team and the customer service team in that B2B area. And a little bit of background, I think you have four children, and your father started this business, right? Correct. Correct. We have four four children, Natalie and I do, and my dad started the business in 1968. So he's a great mentor and advisor. Uh, we work together often still on on concepts as we look to grow our business forward and just a real fun relationship that we have. So it's been fun to see the business grow and move it in new ways, and he's right alongside with that. So, All right, I was asking some of the people who are here. Uh, there were several people who ran for this office. You won it. Several people said they felt comfortable with you taking Dave. Snedeker's position because you're an owner for one thing and because you've served on the board before and they're comfortable with uh, your decision-making process. So that's the feedback I got. Well, one of the takeaways from the election, really it's a transition of leadership. The current board, they're going to invest in the development of the four new board leaders and and that takes several months to do, and it's not just something at the end of a meeting that takes place, but the number of people that were very willing to be part of that, it's exciting to see, not just for us going forward, but the current board, the past presidents, uh, Jeff and Jim and Phil, mm-hmm. Sam, you know, that desire to have that many people in the membership to be actively part of working and carrying the load, and, and so we'll plug all of them in going forward, and allows us to have a real dynamic group that moves things along even faster. So tell us real quick, if you would, you just had a board meeting and you went around the room and I know each one of you talked about your business. Quick summary, most of the members are doing well, aren't they? Yeah, I think you know, for us in Midwest, we're in Ohio, mm-hmm. so to be able to hear from 43 retailers that are West Coast, East Coast, and the South, Ian summed it up well that you know, 43, we come away with several pages of notes but there's if you deduce that down there's four or five just gem ideas to invest in our business uh, and that's really probably the greater value of of us coming together is just that sharing of ideas encouraging and even hooking up afterwards on something that someone else has solved and 
there's a lot of partnering that goes on through that. Mm-hmm. Are there any key initiatives that you're going to kick off in January when you take over? Uh, I think we're going to pick right up with the current board. There's several things they were already working on that they haven't resolved fully, and we stayed right on track in our agenda and really had a good afternoon of flushing out what are new areas that the membership needs assistance or need our focus on. We have no lack of work to do. One of them I know is identifying the product areas where you might not have good coverage. Was there any topic of tariffs and is there anything that the group's going to do based on these uh, increases in cost due to the tariffs? Yeah, tariffs are an excellent example how that NFA really benefits uh, each member. Because we, we spent time on that and created our strategy as a retailer with tariffs. That's something that is, I don't say generational, but most of the retailers in that room haven't had to deal with that before. It hasn't been around for them to talk through and hear how some members address it. We have to address our psyche of our retail sales associate, uh, how they get emboldened by it, but not feeling like they're just at a disadvantage with how costs are increasing. Taking that as, you know, how does the NFA strategize to make tariffs which are out of our control, but a part that we don't lose margin, uh, we don't lose returns in our business simply from something that's going on on an international level. So left on my own in Ohio, would kind of made some decisions and roll those out, but having a sounding board of uh, the NFA and the strength of those members really was very valuable for us uh, the other day, and that'll continue, I'm sure, when we gather together in January and, and next year. I know, as I talk to retailers around the country, that uh, the availability of skilled labor for installation is an issue. Is this organization, as an organization, looking at that topic? Yeah, yeah, they would be silly if they weren't. And some members shared what they've done, and, and that solution really lies in being proactive and just saying, hey, that problem, I think they've teed it off that that's the same problem that has been there 20 years ago. And maybe it's at a, a different degree, but those that want to get engaged and create a strategy for it, you know, that there are solutions and they have worked for several members. As those get shared out, then you get some synergy exporting that out to other retailers. So, And the outlook for 19, some people have saying that the market's slowing down just a little bit. How do you feel 19 is going to be based on your vantage point? Good. I think we are bullish in the sense of it's going to be a year that you make the market how you want it. So, you know, through advertising, uh, through being aggressive in your creative spending and, and finding those areas, it doesn't require a storefront opening to grow your business. There are competitors that they have a weak area. How do you uh, really hone in on that and make the most of it in your individual market? So we're bullish for next year and looking forward to some growth. All right, Jason, it's great to talk to you again. been talking to Jason McSwain, the newly elected president of the NFA and the president of McSwain's Carpet and Flooring based in Cincinnati. And you've been listening to Kemp Bar and FloorDaily.net.